Indigenous Rights Radio, because knowledge is power. The United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change, 27th Conference of the Parties, known as UNFCCC, COP27, is taking place in Sarm al Sheikh, Egypt, from November 6 to 18, 2022. Climate change is a matter of life and death for indigenous peoples, and therefore, indigenous leaders and delegates are actively participating in the negotiations and climate change processes with their ongoing demands to have access to direct participation at the same negotiation tables as nation states in climate justice, as well as to have their political rights to vote and the inclusion of their fundamental human rights in all documents. Cultural survival attended COP27 and asked indigenous leaders and delegates to share some of the successes of the previous COP and their expectations from COP27. I am Joan Carling, I am a Kankanae from the Philippines and I am an indigenous activist working with the Indigenous Peoples' Rights International. I've been participating in the COP or the ne negotiations on climate change in the past years and indigenous peoples are engaging in this process because our rights are threatened to be violated and in fact are violated by some of the solutions to climate change that are being proposed as well as that our contributions as stewards of nature are not being recognized. Uh, so with that engagement indigenous peoples are able to uh, to uh, facilitate the establishment of the local communities and indigenous peoples platform on traditional knowledge which recognizes the contributions of indigenous peoples to climate change adaptation and mitigation using indigenous peoples knowledge as equally important uh, as uh, scientific knowledge. So that is already a big uh, milestone or a milestone um, in the engagement of indigenous peoples in the climate change negotiations. However, on the other side, the violations of indigenous peoples' rights continue to happen. Uh, in fact, we're coming out with a report uh, where showcasing the violations of indigenous peoples' rights in the just transition, uh, particularly with the transitional minerals where it, it gives a new mandate for more mining in the territories of indigenous peoples that will certainly violate our rights to our lands, territories and resources and, F and free prior and informed consent. That's one. On the other hand, the drive also for conservation in the name of national parks is again a major threat of, of eviction because of the prevailing fortress conservation. So these are the critical issues. In addition to that is the lack of financial support for indigenous peoples to be able to cope and mitigate the impacts of climate change in our territories. So my expectation for this uh, for for this year is that uh, the, the states that have committed to provide funding for indigenous peoples should walk the talk. 
deliver what you commit uh, because that is urgently needed. That's one. Second is the, the, the issue of the loss and damage. That should be finally decided in this COP because many countries, including my country in the Philippines, is suffering and we are not getting the, the global solidarity and support through loss and damage compensation for uh, that, that should be the responsibility also of the rich countries. For more information on indigenous rights, visit www.cs.org rights.